0: Bonjour et bienvenue au Quick Link Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the QuickLink Podcast Monday show, where we take a look at the weekend's action in our new three shows a week format through the road off season. Really hope you enjoyed Friday's show, which was Tom's interview with Simon Warren of 100 Climbs. This Friday is the third and final part of Tom's series as he's speaking to Ed Laverack on the eve of the National Hill Climb Championships taking place at Winnats Pass in Derbyshire on Sunday. On today's show, we'll take a bumper look at the track world championships from Roubaix, and catch up with the cyclocross action from Rodevord-Zonhoven and indeed Falkirk. And there was the climax of the European pro season on the road with Ronde van Drenth. A little later on, you'll hear from 13 riders from the Great Britain team at Roubaix, including both rainbow jersey winners, Ethan Hayter and Katie Archibald, as well as nine other medalists. As ever at the top of the show, happy birthday today to David Formolo of UAE Team Emirates, to Mattea Catanao of De Koenig Quickstep, and to Joel Souter of Bingo Powell Sources. Riders confirmed to be on the move next season since our last transfer update are Ian Garrison from Quickstep to Legion of Los Angeles, who have also signed Alexis Ryan from Canyon SRAM for their women's team. Matteo Sobrero is heading from Astana to Bike Exchange, while Liv Racing have announced the signings of Dutch Sprint duo Emma Berman from Tibco and Amber van der Holst from Park Hotel. Some late news that came out just as we were compiling the show today is that Tiesh Benoot is reportedly on his way out of the door at Team DSM, despite having signed a contract extension just this summer to take him through to the end of next year. It does seem that the German World Tour team really does have trouble holding on to its biggest names. In brief headline news elsewhere, there are some grumblings about Remco evnopol's post-world conduct. Bike Exchange are reportedly eyeing up a move for Tom Dumoulin for 2023. The Italians' World Track Squad lost 20 bikes during a break-in in their hotel in Lille while racing at Roubaix. And it seems that British cycling and UK anti-doping were carrying out unauthorised sample testing a decade ago, which has got them into a spot of bother with WADA. Right, to the racing action, and we'll start on the road in the Netherlands. The women's season ended with a double-header, firstly Drentse act van Westerveld on Friday, with Chantal van der Broek-Black taking SD Work's tally of wins this year to 33. She clipped off from a small group of 15 riders in the final 10k and soloed to victory, Charlotte Kool of NXTG and Eleonore Gasparini of Valkar completing the podium. That was the warm-up to the final women's world tour race of the season at Ronde van Drenthe on Saturday. It went to a 7-up sprint as a move went clear on the run-in. Lorena Wiebes of DSM outpacing Alina Cecchini of SD Works to the line, with Gasparini taking third for the second day in a row. Annemiek van Vleuten of Movistar, who unfortunately is currently injured with that pelvic injury suffered at Paris-Roubaix, she wins the Women's World Tour, 600 points ahead of Demi Vollering of SD Works, who win the team standings, and their rider, Nee Fisher-Black, wins the Young Rider classification. The men's Ronde van Drenthe, the final professional road on the race in Europe for three months, went the way of Sport vlanderen baloise with last year's Paris Tour Espoir winner Rune Herregots escaping and coming home 13 seconds ahead of the charging pack behind him to take his first professional victory. André Pascalon of Intermarché won the kick for second ahead of Dylan Groenewegen of jumbo visma From tarmac to mud now and the Belgian season got underway with a trio of events. Thursday's warm-up to the big weekend's action was at Kermie cross arduy Podiums there were Lawrence Wake, David van der Poel and Mies Hendricks for the men, Alicia Frank, Suzanne Verhoeven and Amira Mella in the women's race. Saturday saw round two of the Super Prestige series in Röderwoord. Taking his sixth win of the season was Elie Isebiet, 27 seconds ahead of Quinton Ermans, with two nets at 42 seconds back and a Belgian 1-2-3. Best British finisher was Cameron Mason in 18th from the back row. No one appears to have won the women's race, but congratulations to Amree Verst Wurst on second place and a Dutch podium lockout with Inge van der Heijden in third. Zoe Baxter 10th as the best Brit. From Rodevord to Zonhoven on the Sunday for the fourth round of the World Cup after the opening three rounds in the States. David Havenings won the junior men's race as he did at Rodevord, holding off Aaron Docks just on the line as he did the day before. Again, total mystery in the women's elite race, but world champion Lucinda Brand took second and unfortunately relinquishes her lead in the standings. First podium of the year for Salim, Del Carmen Alvarado in third. Two went on a last lap charge to take the elite men's win, his first victory in the UCI World Cup. Second for Lars van der Haar, third Ellie Izabeet. Izabeet leads the standings on 135 points. Quinton Ermans, who was fifth yesterday, he is second on 107. Then two nets, Michael van Torenhout and Lars van der Haar, all within 10 points of each other. Next up is Overice on Sunday, that's Round 5 of the World Cup, then the X2O Trophy gets underway on Monday at Koppenberg Cross, and then the week after that it's the European Championships at Calder in Drenthe. And now to the crux of today's show and rundown of the UCI Track World Championships being held over the past five days at Le Stab Velodrome in Roubaix. Last time we spoke we just had the Team Pursuit qualifying, so we'll go through each day's medal races in chronological order. First medal to be decided was the women's scratch race with Martina Fidanza taking gold for Italy from Micah van der Duin of the Netherlands and Jennifer Valente of the USA. Then came the team sprint medal races with the women's event moving to three riders for the first time ever at the Worlds. Racing for gold were Germany against the Russian Cycling Federation who did start strongest over the first lap and a half but faded and Germany took the win. For bronze it was Japan versus Great Britain and GB led from the gun bringing home the bronze. Here's the British team of Millie Tanner, Blaine Ridge Davis, Sophie Capewell, and Lauren Bate, who raced the first round on their historic medal for Great Britain.
2: Oh, it feels unreal. Honestly, I'm lost for words. Um, for it's my first World Championships, and Millie, and just to be coming away with a medal is just unreal. And um, I'm just so happy for all of us. Like we we put in the work every single day, and to see it pay off for all of us is just it's just a dream come true.
3: And Lauren, to do it with three strong rides as well, I mean it was uh, brilliant to see.
2: Yeah, I mean obviously so for the final but it was three really solid rides and I, I think we didn't go as fast as we hoped but there's so many things that play into that and I think to still come away with a bronze medal and things to work on and to see we could be in such a good place in the next three years time, like it's just so exciting.
3: Sophie as Lauren said you came in for the final it just shows the strength in depth doesn't it in the team?
2: Yeah massively it's been something we've talked about between us as we've all come up through the ranks a little bit for a very very long time Um, and it's yeah it's just one target on the way to hopefully a lot more success in the future.
3: And Millie finally three years to Paris now do you think there's more to come?
2: Yeah I mean that's the ultimate goal and it's gone from a kind of a dream to a, a physical target written down and I think that's a really exciting thing in itself and you know these little like markers just kind of keep building our confidence, and that's what we need, I think, going forward. And we just need to keep chipping away and doing what we're doing, and hopefully we'll get there.
1: In the men's team sprint finals, the Netherlands took gold ahead of France, with Germany beating Russia to bronze. Russia having knocked out Great Britain in the first round. Making his debut at World to Great Britain in that team was Ali Fielding. Here he is. I mean, it's uh, it's an honour to put on this jersey and
4: be here, being the best in the world. Um, obviously especially a lot of people straight off the back of the olympics a lot of people still carrying form so it's going to be in the mix is is a nice feeling um but it's yeah it's a, it's a bit of one to take at the moment uh coming so close to getting into a medal ride off um but it's that sport will will come back stronger and i think next year will give it a good crack and we'll prove from here
3: it just shows doesn't it i mean that they are such fine margins um you know but just to be here and competing against the best teams in the world you know you've got the dutch on the track who are. Who're doing incredible things does it just give you that bit more of a boost now
4: yeah of course like i know especially historically the past kind of few years they've been that step ahead of us but it doesn't change kind of the mindset you're coming here with like i've come here thinking i've got my job in the team sprint so just doing one lap and i'll do that the best i can and to uh, put a couple of temps into the world champs and rainy olympic champs in my lab is, is a nice feeling but it's just the team event and i know next year we'll come back better as a team and we'll it'll, it'll improve a lot
3: from here Obviously, it's a, a big, a big moment for yourself and for Hamish as well. Just you know, we, we've got an exciting crop of young sprinters coming through now, and, and you know, it must be quite an exciting time to be part of the squad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we've got a lot of time
4: ahead of us. Um, Paris is still three years away.
3: Talking
4: LA 2028, 20, that's seven years. It's a long time. Both of us, have got, I'll be mid twenties. We Hamish is a year or two older. So, it's exciting for GB. It's exciting for us as riders, and I think it will be.
1: To To Thursday, and the first medal event was the men's team pursuit, which kicked off the evening session. Olympic champions Italy did the double by winning rainbow jerseys there, France taking silver, and Great Britain timing their final 2k well to beat a Danish team to bronze. Here's Kian Elmadi and Ollie Wood, two members of the team. Yeah, I think so. It's one one of them. I think.
5: Where wow. well, a couple of years ago, it was kind of people would take time away, but with stuff as it is now, everything's so competitive. Like a couple couple months after the Olympics, and the uh, the Italians have just won with a full-strength team and stuff. So I think people are just building, and uh, I guess with, with the delay to Tokyo, it's still three years for the next one. So I, mean, I think everyone's kind of getting the train rolling.
3: There is still just such strength, isn't there, in the team? All the way across the uh, the teams list here this weekend. Uh, what do you think we need to do to kind of get back onto that top step when it comes to Keep doing
0: what we're doing really, I think we've got the sort of, we've got the personnel with just a few things we need to piece together what have you and uh, I think we did a good performance today after sort of, I mean two of the lads not even put the leg over the bike since they got off at the Olympics on the track bike so that's positive uh, that's positive. Um, and we've not been to- literally not been together since the Games. Uh, the day before the competition was the first one, so I think just keep doing what we're doing and focusing
1: on what we know what we need to do and hopefully
0: the results will come. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Men's scratch race next up, pitting the likes of Rui Oliveira against Tim Torn-Tuttenberg and Elia Viviani. However, it was Donovan Grandin of France who took their first gold of their home championships, Tourdennes of Belgium with silver and Rhys Britton of Great Britain taking bronze. Here's Rhys talking about his medal-winning... World Championship debut.
0: It's a real good way, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a big thing to be here and to um, to medal is pretty big as well. Um, Yeah, I'm bouncing to be honest. I wasn't really expecting a medal Um, at my first World Championships, and to be able to do that, it's pretty special
3: aggressively from the
0: start,
3: you got yourself into an early break. Did, did you feel that will had a chance of staying away? You were quite
0: close. Yeah, um, I did it for the first bit. I mean, we got given quite a lot of lee- leeway at the beginning and then um, we, I think the working partnership just broke down a bit. Um, I was doing laps and like, the American Lab was doing half, so I didn't want to commit fully. And then obviously there was group coming across, so I didn't want to spend all my energy and then get countered. Um, it's all about putting myself in the best position. Um, I think sometimes it's easier to be uh, off the front like um, at the end of the race rather than trying to play it a bit too smart and then end up having to chase. At least when I'm off the front, of the nap, I'm sort of in control rather than on the back foot a bit and I just wanted to make sure I was never on the back foot really.
3: Some big hitters in the race too, it must give
0: you of confidence now. Yeah, I mean, it is a big confidence boost and, um, yeah, it's just, hopefully it can push on from here and, um, you know, just build on it and just get better and better with each race, hopefully.
1: The sixth medal race of the championships was the men's Kirin, with Dutchman Harry Lavrayson working brilliantly with his countryman Jeffrey Hoogland to take gold and silver respectively. Bronze for Mikhail Ayakovlev of Russia. Women's Team Pursuit next on track, Germany denying Italy the Team Pursuit double, putting five seconds into their rivals for gold, and Great Britain dominant over Canada for bronze. And the final race on Thursday night was the women's elimination, probably my favorite event to race. Gold for Letizia Paternoster of Italy, silver for Lotta Copecchi of Belgium, bronze for Jennifer Valente of the United States. Ella Barnwell was unfortunately the fifth rider claimed by the devil, but here she is on her time in Roubaix.
2: I mean to get selected, from British Cycling is absolutely like it's an honor really um, there's like Olympic champions in the squad and I think I had a lot of confidence going into that race that they chose me to do this and yeah to be my first world championship race it's pretty cool
3: and I appreciate it, it's still quite fresh but do you think you learn a lot from from those type of races you know particularly with the caliber of the field as well
2: yeah I mean you're racing up against the best in the world and this is my sort of first time and I think I learnt a lot in one race so take forward to the next one.
3: <laughs> like you say it is your first race, you've got ambitions I'm sure to come back, you know, many many times in the future. Uh, just what does the next kind of six months to a, to a year look like for you now with uh, a lot of new goals to look at?
2: Yeah so I'm having a bit of a break now after this and then a couple of races at the end of the year and then target for next year would be like Commonwealth Games, Euros and hopefully world
1: and so to Friday's action with Omnium and Kilo qualifying in the morning session before the evening kicked off with the men's points race Gold there for Benjamin Tomar of France Kenny de Ketelet of Belgium winning silver Bronze for Vincent Hoppercheck of the Netherlands Ethan Vernon finished 5th for Great Britain behind Sebastian Mora of Spain and here is Ethan at the end of a very long season before he moves to De Quickstep in the new year Yeah well yeah 5th place is obviously not the result we came for but
6: I think considering the preparation and had uh, a good experience in Tokyo and then an unfortunate cross at Tour Britain which set me back a few weeks, so I haven't had the best prep going into this. So to be here was uh, was quite nice to end the season. And then I was just doing what I could when I was here, so I was going really well in the team shoot actually, which was uh, which was a real bonus. And then today I just did what I could, and uh, yeah, and that was that was fifth place. So. And to say you haven't had the best
3: preparation, you were were aggressive throughout, you were following the moves, Uh, it's just obviously with the crash in the middle just kind of disrupted things a little bit, didn't it?
6: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, um, like you say, the prep prep hasn't been good, so it's a time to experiment and it's not Olympic qualification starts yet, so yeah, it's time to try something new and try something you probably wouldn't do when uh, the points matter and stuff, so um, yeah, it was uh, nice to do different stuff and uh, mix it up a
3: bit and obviously you've been to your first olympic games it's been a huge year in so many in so many ways for you you're about to join up with the pro team i mean do you now kind of reflect back on on what a big year it's been for you
6: yeah it's been a really a really positive year actually and uh with the games being set back it gave me a chance to uh, get selected and go there and to get experience there was really invaluable and it's stuff that's with the pressure it's helped me now like going through the experience and the pressure of an olympic games is almost calmed the nerves a bit for the young, uh, the uh, smaller like, European and worlds and stuff. So uh, no, it was a really good experience and uh, it set me up nicely for the next couple of years.
3: And hopefully now a few well-deserved weeks off.
6: Yeah, i got a few weeks off now, so uh, reset then go again in the uh, new year with a new team.
1: The men's kilo was decided next with Jeffrey Hoogeland winning gold for the Netherlands, silver for Nicholas Paul of Trinidad and Tobago, bronze for Germany's Joachim Eilers. The men's IP up next, world record holder Ashton Lambie of the United States and the People's Socialist Republic of Barbados led from start to finish in his gold medal matchup against Jonathan Milan of Italy. But the Italians were celebrating another medal in the ride off for bronze with Pipo Ganna catching Claudio Imhoff of Switzerland. Before that, though, the women's Omnium was well underway with three of the four races having taken place. Katie Archibald of Great Britain had won all three of those, the scratch, the tempo and the elimination race, and would be back on track after the 12th medal race of the championships, the women's sprint finals. It was an all-German affair with Emma Heinzer beating her compatriot Leah Friedrich 2-0, and that was the scoreline in the all-Canadian race for bronze, that being scooped by Kelsey Mitchell over Laurian Genest. Back to the women's Madison then, and Katie Archibald was able to pick up some early sprint points, and now she's sewn up a huge gold medal. 137 points, her total enough to see off Lotto Copecchi of Belgium who won silver with 119. That's three points ahead of Elisa Balsamo for Italy's tally for bronze. Here is Katie on winning her fourth career rainbow jersey.
7: Yeah, I mean, I had a a nice run in Euros and um, I've kind of made some some trades here, like the races have gone quite differently and in some ways I'm I'm happy that I've succeeded in different ways. in some ways I've made mistakes I didn't necessarily make it at Euros, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just so unbelievably nervous, and it feels so much better now.
3: And it, it felt unbelievably calm throughout the day, but you still have those heart-in-mouth moments, don't you, like, in the elimination race? I mean, how do you kind of kind of regain your composure after something like that?
7: Yeah, that it, it did shake me a bit, and I think I went a bit to, uh, like, I, I felt good in my warm-up before then, we had quite a big gap between the races, um, and I said to myself, like, don't don't use it all being stupid and then I sort of pull my foot out and I'm like oh I'll just go hard and I just yeah I was just I was making all those efforts to go round, and I think other people were working hard as well like I think we all came off that pretty, pretty smoked, but um, there's definitely a way I can ride that better <laughs> and uh, and hopefully have get yeah, us have more security in that final sprint like I really I, I didn't know how it was going to go with with Balsamo um, and I'm better off I know if we go slow she'll have me, so I thought as much as I'm hurting, I've just got a squeeze and then she sort of mentally cracked, so (laughs) I didn't have anything.
3: And like you say, you've just come off the back of a perfect Omnium at the Euros as well, I mean, what's been the secret to to being able to do things like this now? It's uh, it's an incredible run of form you're on.
7: So it's ten weeks between the games and now, um, and we had a really, really solid game spread. Me and Laura have been... Working really closely on our, our Madison kind of assault. Um, and with that, she was doing the, the Omnium prep, and I was doing a lot of that with her just so that we're, we're kind of, you know, comrades as it were. Um, so I've really benefited from essentially her her Olympic prep to to run into this Um, like we went the one race that we did we went away together and things like that so it's not like I'm I'm that out of touch so I just had to um, tune myself up the last four weeks you can sort of see uh, the the field maybe approached in different ways like there's people like me and Caponi and Balsamo that I think turned out really with a essentially a a point to prove Um, and uh, I I don't really know what's happened to Yumi Kashara, I think she's obviously having a bit of a, a low week um, and Valente was on form when she when she came around in the scratch race a couple of days ago I know she didn't get the like she ended up with the bronze but the speed that she came over with because I'm watching knowing that we we're gonna be racing in two days now it's like uh, uh, I really didn't. Um, but then in our Omnian scratch race she did like the same thing came over the top with so much speed and I was like good this is it this is like this is now I went just just so hard to get basically over her and then that was that was my effort
3: um so no
7: I'm, uh, I'm i'm really happy
3: and it's such an intense day isn't it doing all four events in quick succession like what do you do in between them just to keep yourself kind of motivated and focused through the day yeah
7: it's handy so i went to go into there's like a cloakroom, room not cloak, it's a very big cloak room um that i went to go and sit in it sort of became an ad hoc riders lounge because like a few of the women's lives were, were down there and it's got no phone signal or it's got like no wi-fi or whatever so it's a good place to just sit and, honestly, just lie still. Just lie still and, like, wait um, wait till it's time to jump.
3: And all eyes on the Madison now, tomorrow.
7: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I mean, nervous the same as I am for this because it's... Uh, it's the, a big target it's like when you're passionate about something it terrifies you doesn't it so um, i've had a little bit of a knock to my knee so i go home get some ice um, me and neo sharing so um, probably won't be able to help ourselves talk about it all night but eventually switch off and um, get get ready for the race
1: thanks good congratulations
3: Thank
0: you.
1: to saturday evening and the medal races began with the women's 500 gold for leah friedrich of germany after her silver and the previous day's sprint and then a russia silver and bronze for anastasia Voynova and Daria maleva respectively the women's madison was next to decide the destination of medals and the dutch pair of amy peters and kirsten wild took gold with 35 points silver for france with clara caponi and marie lennay scoring 30 and bronze for great britain with 24 points for katie archibald and nia evans and guess what we've got the pair of them to talk about it
2: um, <laughs> i mean obviously we're absolutely delighted that won's one's medal very special. Um, it was a really hard race from the gun. Uh,
6: <laughs> yeah,
2: um, really good race, really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, we're, we're slightly disappointed. It's <laughs> it's not going to be a surprise that we are competitive and we we do look to to win but um yeah i I think there's a lot to be proud of today and some points that we're we're looking to improve on and yeah the the future is definitely very bright for us
3: katie a relatively low score in madison um without people taking laps i mean did did that change the dynamic of the race for you i'm sorry can
7: you say that again sorry
3: um without people taking a lap it kind of changed the dynamic of the
7: race didn't it yeah yeah that's what's so strange about it but uh I was really hard when it was on and then almost uh, technically really hard when it was off. So you're either sort of struggling with positioning because of legs are struggling with positioning because it's just all, all bunched up, Um we tried to make the most of it.
3: <laughs> and you've just said you know plenty to look forward to now in the bright future. What, what, what is the big next target now for you? Um,
7: well, I think we're going to kind
2: of regroup and then we've got commies next year and then 2023 is a pretty big year for us because it's the World Championships in Glasgow. So, yeah, um, I think it's <laughs> um, definitely a big target for us to, to come out in that one really strong.
3: And Katie, just a final word on, on Kirsten, who obviously a fairy tale ending in a final World Championships and someone you've competed against a lot.
7: Yeah, I mean, Kirsten's been an idol of mine since... Well, since I've been turning up to track races watching her. Um, you know, I've seen her, her rivalry with Laura through the years um, and to to experience that rivalry myself has been a real honour and so to, yeah, to watch this has been a total treat. She's such such a classy rider, someone I've always really, really respected and even when she beats me, I, I kind of, like, I, I rate it, I respect it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really pleased for her.
1: Women's 3K IP next up with Germany assured of medals and an all-German final that went the way of Lisa Brennauer over Francesca Brauser, and they made it a 1-2-3 as Mika Kroger caught Martina Aldini of Italy in her bronze medal ride-off. During the day, the men's omnium had been taking place, with the scratch and tempo race both being won by Ethan Hayter of Great Britain, before he finished fourth in the Devil and then took a healthy lead into the points race, which would end the evening session. Taking sprints early on and then a lap later on in the race, Hayter made it a British Omnium double as he won his first ever individual rainbow jersey. 56 points ahead of Gate of New Zealand for silver. Elia Viviani sneaking onto the podium for Italy right at the line. Here is Ethan Hayter.
5: The way that last race went, it was quite tight at the start, but I knew if I uh, scored well in the first few sprints and had a little gap it would make life a lot easier for me, and then uh, I I pretty much just rolled off. Obviously, the race was going really hard and people were tired, but I just kept the pressure on and uh, yeah, once I was off, I committed and took the lap and then ended up taking another, so yeah, um, amazing.
3: And did that kind of play into your thoughts in the elimination race? Were were you, because you'd had such a good start, do you think you were kind of more content to just kind of sit back a little bit in that one and and save yourself for the points race?
5: To be honest, I made a bit of a mistake Kind of tried to play a little and then didn't quite jump in time and then I then thought I'd play even more clever and it wasn't clever. <laughs> that was a little mistake with fourth place, you don't lose too many points and I didn't have to do any big sprints in the end. So um, yeah I wouldn't say it's the clever thing to do, the clever thing to score as many points as possible and um, but no, it worked out very nicely. But it was quite a short rest as well between the two events so it was good
3: you've obviously had some some really big career moments this year you know you've been to the olympic games you know the double victory at the national road champs last week your family haven't really been able to celebrate with you for a, a kind of a variety of reasons
5: how nice is it just to have your mum in the crowd tonight yeah my mum and my sister are here and some family friends so uh i think my dad's still anything, so he couldn't come but uh he's at home watching with my brother and um no, it's great to have him here
3: and uh anything left now for the madison tomorrow
5: i think so yeah actually uh feel it tonight, but this is the, I kind of felt better throughout the day, to be honest, so um look, feeling good for tomorrow.
1: Day five of competition at Roubaix featured the women's points race as the first medal event of Sunday, and Lotte Kopecki took gold for Belgium. Katie Archibald, silver for Great Britain, bronze for Kirsten Wild of the Netherlands. For one final time, here's a rather tired Katie Archibald.
3: So Katie, congratulations, four medals from four events. I mean, it was always a huge ass... You must be so pleased now coming to the end of the week. Yeah,
7: I'm really pleased. It's almost like the the harder it is, the happier you are. Um, um, oh, I really struggled there, um, and um, I think that was all I had. And like when you're when you're fighting for something and you get it, at maybe at 20 laps to go, I realised I was fighting for silver, so it felt like a victory. It's not often
3: that you do see you riding around the track really kind of uh, giving it your all. I mean, you, you've been in,
6: it's fair to say, four really competitive events all week, you know, and it must it must still
3: be quite satisfying to come away with, like you say, such a hard-fought silver medal. Eh? Yeah.
7: Um, that's not, a, I guess it's not my riding style, as it were. Um, my strength through the Omnium is my speed and spotting the right moves to, to either go with or to, to protect against. And, Lottie's strength is um, seeing the right move to put me under threat, you know, like in the, in the Omnium when we're rivals there, it's a tempo and a points race that she's, she's uh, just one of the smartest riders in the bunch and um, I'm obviously trying to, to put myself in contention there but I've usually got a, a faster scratch, a, a stronger elimination race and um, yeah, really sort of pushed, pushed, <laughs> pushed our edges with that one and um, and it's not it's not something I've done at a world championship level since I think 2014 and um, I rode it in my first ever world um, and I got fourth and uh, I yeah, I was blown away. Like I was such a success at, at that point, twenty years old, and I kind of feel the same way, the same way with this, with with the silver.
3: It was a fascinating race to watch, just because you, you were spending so much time on your own and you were almost glancing across the track. And is that sometimes does it make it harder when you can kind of see the bunch when you're kind of coming round the other side of the track?
7: The hardest point of the race was. I think it was within the last 10 laps or certainly within the last 15, um, <clears throat> when I looked over and I was by myself and Lottie had started the chase from the group and it was just, and I see her thinking, it's just you and me against each other and I'm like, oh, I've lost. <laughs> I was just looking at her like, oh no, she's got so many more beans. <laughs> and just, I feel so empty. I feel so tired. I want to go home, you know. I'm like, I've, I've had such a such a good time this week, but it's so emotionally draining, wanting something so bad, and um,
5: it's, you know, like, the the most relief I get is in the race, when all, all you're thinking
7: about is just going hard, and not thinking about how much it's going to hurt afterwards, not thinking about how nervous you are before, just this one escape in life that you get of just being in the moment racing, um, and uh, I'll forget that by the time I get to the next race, and I'll be sat there going, like, why do we do this? I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous,
3: um,
7: but for so the, the sweet relief we get 100 laps at a time. Is,
1: worth it. And you will now thankfully have a bit of
3: a break. Um, I know you're coming back obviously to add the Champions League but um, what will you do over the next few weeks just to kind of uh, help yourself
7: recharge I suppose? Yeah I'll get looked after by my mama. Um, We're going on holiday me and my family to Mallorca for the first round of the the track Champions League. That's the uh, um, next race on the horizon, but me and my, my sister, my mum, my boyfriend, uh, actually my, my teammate Josie and, and her boyfriend were were like going out for a bit of um a bit of riding, a bit of racing. <laughs> um, that's the holiday. Um, that's what we like to do. My mum will get some sun and
1: uh, I'll follow my boyfriend around for some zone too. Okay, thank you. Men's sprint finals up next. Harry Lavrayson beating his Dutch teammate Jeffrey Hoogland two 0 to take gold. Sebastian Vigier of France winning the decide against Stefan Botticher of Germany for the bronze. Men's Madison up next, gold for Danish pair Lasse-Norman Hansen and Michael Morkov, Silver for Simon Consoni and Michele Scartezini of Italy and Belgium duo Kenny De Quetelet and Robbie Geese doing enough late on to deny GB bronze. Team there was Ethan Hayter and Ollie Wood. Women's Kirin finals were the penultimate race of the championships, with Leah Friedrich of Germany winning her second jersey of the weekend, silver for Mina Sato of Japan, bronze for Jana Tyshenko of the Russian Cycling Federation, and Roubaix 2021 was brought to a close with the men's elimination race and a first ever rainbow jersey going to Elia Viviani of Italy. Silver for Yuri Letao of Portugal, bronze for Sergei Rostosev of Russia, Ethan Vernon of Great Britain taking sixth. Your final medals table then won by Germany with 6 of the 22 golds on offer, as well as 2 silver and 3 bronze, giving them a total of 11. Five goals golds for the Netherlands, 4 for Italy, both of those two nations scooping 10 medals overall. 2 golds apiece for France and Great Britain. It was 2 golds, 3 silver and 1 bronze for France. Great Britain with 2 golds, 1 silver and 5 bronze. Belgium, USA and Denmark, the other gold medal winners. We'll be back on Wednesday with our midweek show. Until then, ride safe, take care and don't forget to turn left. Our special thanks on today's show to Thomas Turner of British Cycling for making much of today's episode happen. We'll be back on Wednesday. See you later. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at quicklinkpod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. You can support this show by using the code QUICKLINK when you shop with Veloskin.cc for all your chamois cream and skincare needs, and also at efswheels.com, where UK customers can get themselves a full set of tubeless-ready full-carbon wheels for under £500 share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.